Welcome back, everybody. It's the NFL podcast brought to you by Rick's Eyewear. That's right. It's summer. The sun's shining. Get online now. Grab yourself a pair of sunglasses. There's some special deals, new hats as well. Use the discount code ACES at checkout. And you'll be looking like Mikey Williams, Patrick Satan, OBJ, you name it. Rory Atkins. I've got Rory in the building. We're ready to go. NFL Week 15. What a start to the weekend. We've got three games on a Sunday, Australian Eastern Standard Time, and plenty more games to go tomorrow morning. Rat, welcome back to Melbourne, mate. Merry, uh, Merry Richmas. <laughs> Merry Richmas, mate. Uh, thanks for having me. It's good to be in here and uh, doing it in the flesh with you for once. Let's start with what just happened. There's some unbelievable games. Uh, obviously, we had Thursday night football, which saw um, San Fran get the chocolates. What were your takeaways from that one? Uh, San Fran looking good. Def- their defense is holding up. Uh, Brock Purdy looks like he can manage a game. Christian McCaffrey coming into his own. I really like what I'm seeing from San Fran and Seattle. Need to pick it up a bit the next coming weeks if they want to uh, secure a playoff spot. Yeah, well, it's it's a bit scary for Seattle. Lockett's expected to undergo surgery. Um, timetable unknown due to a finger I- issue. Uh, he had a fractured finger. So DK... And Walker are the two that you're going to be looking at in fantasy playoffs. Not a great time when you get one of these guns who's been scoring touchdowns week on week. And then C-Mac was impressive. What about the other three games we had today? They were unbelievable. I woke up early to see how Jonathan Taylor was going. Um, Might have had a little dabble on him. And also I've got him in one of my three leagues. Injured again. Score reads 30-something. What was it? 33-0 at halftime. Oh, I'm going back to bed, Rat. I went back to bed. I watched the next two games. I've woken up. I can't believe it. Talk us through it. So, largest comeback in NFL history. So, Minnesota, what was it? 33 down? 33 nil? I'll confirm in two seconds, but keep going. 33 nil. Uh, and they come back to, to Witten Kirky Cousins and the boys. Kirk goes for 460 yards, four TDs, even though he did throw two interceptions. Dalvin Cook, uh, 95 yards. Uh, 95 receiving yards, so uh, what's that? 190 all-purpose yards and a massive touchdown run. And Justin Jefferson just doing it again, 123 yards, one touchdown. It's huge, mate. It was huge. And then we saw in the later game... Hang on, we can't skip over it because Kirk Cousins has gone for 460 <laughs> passing in four TDs. I mean, if you've got him in your fantasy lineups, not only that, Dalvin Cook, Jefferson, like you said, all these players come out to shine... Um, but they were up 33-0 at halftime, the ga- the, and then it went to overtime, 36-all. So not only have they allowed 36 points or whatever it was in the second half, they didn't score after scoring and dominating. Like, Matty Ryan, I don't, I don't like pointing the finger, but, mate, like, he has killed us this year. Like, I thought he'd come in and be able to run this offense. Just, they've been the most disappointing team one of, I reckon, in the whole NFL, just because we thought they would take the next step. And that that division's wide open. The Titans haven't been flash hot lately. No, the Titans, are, they're pushing shit uphill at the minute. And I know, but they're still winning Yeah, because they've got no pressure below them. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Jacksonville could end up taking that division out if they, if they keep going. They're one of the form teams of the competition, so anything can happen in that division. But, yeah, as you said, mate, absolute cracking second half and I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I know. Well, look, anyone out there that hasn't done the research, Zach Moss had 24 carries for 81 yards. Dion Jackson had 55 yards for 13 carries, but 
Jonathan Taylor looks like he's injured, so you might be able to pick up a little sneaky one there for finals. Um, that's enough from that game. Well done to the Vikings. They've clinched playoffs with that win as well. The next game I knew would be ugly, and it's getting uglier with a man called Deshaun Watson at the helm. He had, he's, he's 161 passing yards, but Nick Chubb, yeah, 99 yards rushing and 21 attempts. Very good, mind you, but they just don't look the same on offense. Now, very impressive on defense, but the Ravens on offense are just as bad, if not worse. J.K. Dobbins, 125 rushing yards, and Gus Edwards, 55 rushing yards. But when you go to the air, they just can't get it done, the Ravens. And as a team that's, I support them, but it's very hard to watch. I didn't even want to watch that game. I just thought, this is going to be shocking. It was average weather. And the scores are Baltimore 3, Cleveland 13. They get the, they get the chocolates at home. Putrid game, mate. Uh... Baltimore still haven't had a wide receiver catch a touchdown since round three now. Week three, I heard, yeah. Week and that three. is that is it's Staggering. week fifteen. Staggering. So what's that? That's three months. A wide receiver hasn't caught a touchdown for the Ravens. Cleveland's D, very impressive in this game to still hold Baltimore to three points. But as you as you mentioned, uh, a bit shaky on the offensive side of the ball. Nick Chubb, who was a bit more stable with uh, Jacoby Brissett in there and they knew what they were going to get from him and the way he was running the offense. But Watson trying to escape the pocket a bit more and not as many designed run plays for Nick Chubb. So they do look a bit shaky and he did not play for two years. So they're still trying to work it out. But still not too impressive there, Cleveland. It was a um, quite a muck game, mate. It was a muck game and it was just not really hard for anything to get going. There's no consistency. We'll move on. The next, the late game was a cracker. Now I was texting a couple of mates. We have a little, you know, have a little bet together, and I said this will be low scoring. So I've taken the, you know, you, you can move the market to under fifty seven. I've taken under fifty seven and a half, mate. Thirty two twenty nine. I've been done. It was high scoring. The weather was fine. The snow came in the last five minutes. It was a beautiful game of football. I thought it was both teams were awesome. It was up and down. Most that got going on the in, on the ground. He had 136 yards from 17 carries. We know Wilson's a bit banged up. And then Waddle, he had a great matchup. He exploded. He went for 114 and a tutty. Hill, just the 69 and a touchdown. He was a little bit sus from last week. Still a pretty good game, though. Nine catches. And then on the flip side, it was just a controlled game. But Josh Allen was super. He spread the ball out. But Dawson Knox exploded. Big Noxie. 98 yards and a touchdown. If you've got him in your fantasy lineup in finals, you'd be licking your lips. He is one of Josh Allen's favourite targets, and he did get going today. He uh, popped off old Dawson. And even though Miami hit the front late, I'll say what, with, well, not hit, they kicked a field goal with seven minutes to go, put them up by nine. I s- still thought that Buffalo were going to get it done. So they've played in many of those games you've seen them in the past play games like that against the chiefs and they always take it to the take it to the end so great game by buffalo and josh allen has turned turned it on he has turned it on 42 points in fantasy for one of the leagues i'm in and that is going to win you a playoff spot and take you to the next round I thought the run game was an interesting one. I thought Singletary and Cook, they don't really get a go. Only the five carries for Cook and 13 for Singletary. He was good late. But it's all about it. They just throw the ball. And one one, just a little shout out. But Cole Beasley back in the lineup. Good on you, Cole. Back to Buffalo and might win himself a, a ring if he keeps going because they're looking very nice. I think they've clinched their spot as well uh, today with that win, which is massive. 
So they're the games. We thought we'd just give you a quick recap before we preview the, the rest of the games so you can listen tonight, put your bets on, get your fantasy lineup ready to go and make some cash with the train and rat. Just quietly, we've skipped over the train's win on uh, Dabble on uh, Thursday Night Football. 53 Dabblers copied it, 19 bucks. I'm very happy because I've been dry. I've been dry. <laughs> and I had a late mail one go up, $9. I took C-Mac for 95 yards. I thought because Debo was out, you got to go. And it was the game went exactly how I thought it would. George Kittle, I thought, would get heaps of targets because they've got no, no one to throw it to. And Seattle's corners are elite. So I thought, well, the ball's got to go somewhere. You know what I mean? So it was good to see San Fran um, get to work. But it was a, oh man, it was a great game. And it's always good when you've got 53 people copying it. So make sure you download the Dabble app, hit the link in the uh, show notes, and get on our specials because we're going hard this weekend. And we, we, we don't care if we keep losing, but when we win, we win big. That's the aim. Well, that's my, uh, that's my aim anyway. Now, right, let's get into it. We always like to start with teams on buy. Guess what? I don't think there's any teams on buy this week. We've got an open slugger, which is great. Every team is back in action. I've just checked out uh, Old Schefter. Old Schefter's got the report, and we love a little bit a little, a little bit of late mail from Schefter because we need to know who's in and out. I'll start with uh, the Steelers announcing Mitch Trubisky. He'll be starting as QB against the Panthers. I'm uh, not sure what to make of that. We have a few other, um, you know, important outs. Mike White will be out. So, you know, we're saying, will Wilson get another gig? Well, he's getting an opportunity. Now, I don't reckon he'll hold it when he's back, when White's back. But this is a great opportunity to go, you know what? I've learned my lesson. What do you think? Well, I'm going to get to that game. Well, let's save it. Let's save it for the game. Uh, Russell Wilson's also in concussion protocol. Damon Pierce, Brandon Cooks, Nico Collins, all out. They're playing the Chiefs. Very interesting now. I think Houston, we keep saying it every week. They only beat Dallas last week, but they should struggle. Corey Davis is out, so that means that Elijah Moore will get a few more looks. My man. Uh, Cortland Sutton remains out. Devontae Parker, concussion protocol, and a few others, but that's the main. Uh, they're the main players on offense. Hayden Hurst is also out. And one more, Damian Harris is out. So he, Ramondre Stevenson is listed as questionable with an ankle injury. So the backfield at the Pats is looking a bit shaky at the moment. Righto, let's get stuck into it, Rat. Let's get right into it. NFL Week 15 preview. I'll start with the game Pittsburgh 5-8 playing the Carolina Panthers. Big game for the Panthers. This division's wide open. It's uh, at home for the Panthers. We're expecting some sunshine. What do you think is going to happen in this one? We just know, we just said that Trubisky is starting. It'd be Darnold Trubisky. Yeah, well, as you mentioned, um, I, I like what I'm seeing for the Panthers at the minute. Uh, great run game. They're, they're running it at will. We had Dante Foreman last week go for 74 yards and Chuba Hubbard uh, play, playing his role, come in for a touchdown last week as well. He had 74 yards himself. Sam Darnold looking a bit better, managing the game a bit better. And Carolina's defense has been, has been great. Uh, Mitch Trubisky threw, threw three picks last week. I didn't think he looked too good, so I'm going to have to go Carolina here at home, and they're rolling at the minute. So it, it's an easy one for me. I just think Carolina. I reckon it's going to be a bit uglier because two solid defenses. Um, look for a lot of lot of ball on the ground. Carolina for mine at home. I like Carolina as well. There's a guy that's called DJ Moore, and... He's expected to play this week with a bit of a sore ankle. But last week, guess how many yards he had? Zero. Zero. The Audi? The Audi. 
103 the year, the week before, but then just the 24, 29, and 24 the weeks prior. He's had a really average year. He's had a he has no no you know consistency with a quarterback. But I expect him to get going. I think he, if he's fit and available, he might be one just have a look at because there's no way no he's going catchless without yards in this one. The backfield's an interesting play. Remember, they played the Seattle Seahawks last week. They've got terrible run day, the Seattle Seahawks. So they're going to come up against the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they're going to be a little bit better on defense. The player that I've liked, Najee Harris, has been really solid the last month. So he gets a pretty good matchup this week. I reckon I'll have a look at him. I reckon if anyone's going to score, I'll be getting on Najee. He's been really solid. I've liked the way he's gone about it this year. So... Yeah, not a great game, Rad. I'm going to move on. I don't have any specials for you in that one, uh, but both of us are tipping the Panthers. Righto, next game, Philly taking on Chicago. Your boys, a little bit of wind here. This one's in Chicago. Philly, 12-1 and one they are. Now, a little note, I think I mentioned it, maybe I didn't, but Goddard is not going to be playing. He's listed as out, um, so he won't be playing. So you're going to have your boys at wide receiver taking all the yards, I'd imagine, and then they get it done on the air or in the ground. Um, Fields, Fields is back. He's cleared for week 15, which we love. So he'll be running the ball around. Rat, what have you got for me here? You know this team better than anyone. Well, Philly played unbelievable last week against the Giants. They, they look unstoppable at the minute. Jalen Hurts is doing whatever he wants. Last week... He threw for two touchdowns, 217 yards, rushed for a touchdown himself, and rushed for 77 yards on seven attempts. So that's 11 yards per carry. He looks awesome. I just, Chicago at three at 10, uh, sorry, three and 10 so far. I just don't know why they, I, I would be resting Justin Fields right now. We've seen enough. I reckon we've seen enough this year that if he goes, if he was to go down, because you've seen the way he plays, he puts himself, in vulnerable positions and tries to run over people that I'd nearly be putting him on ice. Do you, do you put him on ice? Do you actually put them on ice? Or do you give your fans and your supporter base some hope? Because if he goes on ice, they could get beat by a lot. Of, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, they still want to win games. Well, yeah. maybe they don't. They probably want draft picks. Well, they, they do want draft picks. And I reckon another, another draft around there. They're going to be even better next year, but I reckon they've seen what they, they can do. Uh, as we mentioned, like Darnell Mooney's out for the year, so they're going to throw it 21. It's really Cole Komet is back. They'll just, he's their main target. So I'll be having a crack at Cole Komet this week. And as you mentioned, we've got it out. AJ Brown, AJ Brown's my man on the Philly side of the ball this week. So I'll be trying to find something there for Brown Komet in that one. I'll, I'll be staying away from the result because I reckon it could be a blowout. But yeah, Brown and Komet for mine. Yeah, I just I just think that the way Sanders is running the ball last week, 144 yards against the Giants. He gets a great matchup this week. I'm looking to the run game, and I think the the Bears have been okay against the pass. Now this is a completely different offense. This is a different task. Uh, I, I'll be I'll be going Sanders again. I think, and I think they'll be turning to him. But this was this is one where I get confused. I don't know why. It's a bit like Minnesota. Just fire up them all. They all can score, can't they? And it's a bit like. They get to goal line and you go, who wants it? Does the quarterback want to rush it or does he want to palm it off to Sanders or do they bring in Gamewell or someone and just do something silly for all the punters out there that put a same gamer on or or I've got fantasy lineups? Because I'd imagine Sanders gets another touchdown. Now, this is his last three weeks. I want to remind everyone out there. On the ground, he scored five touchdowns. He went against Green Bay, he scored two. Tennessee, he scored one. And the Giants, 
He scored two. Tennessee was a bad matchup. Guess how many yards he went for? None, 24th. But the other two weeks, he had 140 plus. They were great matchups. Well, this week, he's got a great matchup. I think 100 yards and a touchdown. I'll be going for something juicy. Instead of trying to nail five players, I think Sanders is ready to go. And similar to what you said, I have this thing in the back of my head. They're playing Dallas the week after. Do they rest a few players in this game? Do they go far out? We don't want to injure Sanders. Do we put on a Boston Scott or someone late? And that's how I might be thinking because if they're up by 21, why would you keep throwing them in these games when you've got Dallas next week, which is like the biggest game of the year, isn't it? Because if they win that, they clinch it. Yeah, you're completely right. And they, they do have a backfield that can cater for that. As we mentioned with Gamewell and Scott, they can afford to do that. And they've earned the right to, because what are they? They're 12, 12 and 1. 12 and 1. So they, they can do whatever they want. They're able to manipulate their team, their list, their roster to cater for the coming weeks because you've got to have this foresight. So I, I reckon Philly win this quite easily. And as we mentioned, when, when they get to blowouts like this, I'm unsure of how the game script's going to go. But I, I don't mind that call with, with a roughy with a roughie getting over the line. Um, and, and we've seen, I really like Fe- uh, Fields to get over, I reckon. Fields to get over this week. Yeah. And as we mentioned, when shit hits the fan on the Chicago offense, he just takes off. He so. takes off, and he takes off hard. I, I reckon the two QBs might go at it a bit here on the ground. It'll be interesting. Yep, so there, there you go. Just keep that in mind that they up by a lot. They've got Dallas the next week. They might rest a few. Well, clearly it's a, it's a Philly we're going to tip there, I would have thought, right? I know you go for them, but you're still not going to be tipping the Bears. Uh, well, how much do you reckon they'll win by? I'm going to say literally 20. I reckon, I reckon 14 points. I reckon Philly will win by 17. 17. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're the same mark. They're just doing like – what they did to Giants last week was crazy. Righto, next game. Now, this is – I keep talking down on the Texans, and I need to apologise to the Houston Texans because you've been unbelievable. Every week I say bad matchup, and you continue to just do something well on defence. Last week, right, they nearly beat the Cowboys, right? They had no one in. They had no one in. And they nearly got it done. They should have won that game of footy. This week they've got <laughs> – They've got more dramas. They've got more, they've got more players out. Damon Pierce is out. Cooks is out. Nico Collins is out. They're up against the Chiefs in December. The Chiefs are 10-3. and 3. Houston are at home. This is in a dome. There's no weather. So Patrick Mahomes is going to be licking his lips. I've really liked the way Pacheco goes about it. He's last... Four games, all gone over 65 yards. He's got 107, 69, 66, and 70. Two touchdowns in the last three weeks, none last week. Gets a great matchup, though. The last three weeks have been tough matchups. This is a great matchup, uh, even though we keep saying that and they're not. But then you've got Juju Smith-Schuster, who's been getting going. He had 11 targets last week and 74 yards. I was telling you that he's the guy. He come off that – look at that. He come off the, the concussion, and it was just like – it just stalled him. He was, he was getting going and then got concussed. I reckon Juju's a great, great chance to get some more targets here. But again, we know that they are great against, sorry, the Houston Texans are poor against the run. So do they look to, you know, is it McKinnon and Pacheco just doing their thing? McKinnon's very impressive around the um, red zone. You know, last week he had the, the two two touchdowns and 112 yards receiving what are you tipping here, mate? Because I find the Chiefs very difficult when you're doing a prop bet or you've got your fantasy lineups because Patrick Mahomes just slings it everywhere. Yeah, mate, I'll be taking the Chiefs to win by 
14 points plus at McKinnon anytime touchdown score. I really liked the way they utilised him last week. Ike Pacheco gets a bit more of the ball closer to their defensive end, as, as you mentioned, because McKinnon's so so good and a dual threat uh, in the passing game as well uh, towards the red zone. So I will be taking uh, McKinnon to get over. And I, I reckon it's going to be a no contest. I know we said that last week, but I, I truly, <laughs> I'm going to back it in again. I truly reckon they get smoked this week, the Texans. Rex Burkhead will be the uh, the, the man. So if you need something, I don't know how, why you pick him up, but he's the man on uh, at running back for Houston. I don't like anything at Houston. I know they got to, to work last week. I, I just don't think they can do it again against his team. Travis Kelsey, I don't know why we're not talking about him enough, but he hasn't scored a touchdown for two weeks, right? Two weeks. And gets an unbelievable matchup this week. He hasn't gone for more than 70 yards in three weeks. 100 yards, he's had four of them this year. I reckon this could be the 100-yard game from Travis Kelsey. So he's going to go in as well. He's one of mine. I'll be putting Travis Kelsey in my bets this week. He gets a fantastic, fantastic matchup against this defense. They're, they're traditionally good against wide receivers, but very poor against tight ends. And Patrick Mahomes loves him. He had nine targets last week. Four catches. Nine targets, four catches, 71. So maybe a couple more catches, 100 yards, and a tutty. Righto. Chiefs for me, right? Chiefs for me too, mate. And 14 plus, I reckon. 14 plus. Dallas taking on Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville in the heat the Dallas Cowboys, as we said, very poor last week, considering they played the Houston Texans, but got the job done. But Jags have been in form and on fire. Where are you going to start with this one? I think there's some fantastic players and matchups here, but you know anyone that plays Dallas Cowboys, very tough. I think the main thing on paper says it's a good game for Pollard and Zeke, and it's not a great game for ETN on the ground. Um not a really good game for anyone. The Dallas Cowboys defense is crazy. Now, just a quick one before you give me a wrap, but do you reckon they respond and they go, that was not good enough last week? We're going to come out and make a statement. Well, yeah, they can, but Trevor Lawrence is coming off the best game of his career, mate. So I think this is going to be closer than a lot of people expect and anticipate. Dallas didn't look, didn't look too great last week. I reckon Jacksonville might get this done. I reckon... They, they look good. We've seen all the all their weapons that they got in over the off-season with Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram. They're all, they're all playing their part and all doing what they, they got brought there to do. Christian Kirk looks great. Last week, he only had 45 yards, but within the last month, he's gone for 100 yards twice. And in one of those games, he also caught two touchdowns. So we know he's their, he's their main target. But big Evan Ingram last week stood up. He was the tight end one. He went for 162 yards and two touchdowns, and he's caught three touchdowns the last two weeks. I really like what they're doing on the offensive side of the ball. Dak was a bit off last week. I felt like he just didn't just didn't look the same. It was a bit a bit clunky. What did he do? He had he still had two 280 yards, but two picks as well. So it, it wasn't so convincing for mine. So I'm going to go Jacksonville at home here. And yeah. I'm going to go Jacksonville at home. I just didn't like what I saw from Dallas. I reckon they're a bit clunky at the minute, and Jacksonville are going the right way. And Jacksonville is still playing for the playoffs, as we mentioned, with Tennessee looking shaky at the minute as well. I can't tip uh, against the Dallas Cowboys. I really like the way they go about it. And you see it, like, you saw it today with the Miami Dolphins. They were pathetic against the Chargers. Today, they were super. They didn't get the win, but you just see that a, you know, a week's 
like any game, you know, you play when you play footy, you have a bad week, you come out and you respond, you see all the things you did wrong and you, you fix them and you fix them quickly. Oh, Dak gets a good matchup this week. Last week he didn't have a good one. Houston has great, as I said to you even before, they've got pretty good defense against the pass. Uh, Jacksonville doesn't. This is a good game and a good matchup. So I, I think that this will be a great game for CD Lamb. I like I, I like CD's um, matchup here. He's trending in the right direction. He had a terrible game last week, which is 33 yards. This one, he gets a good matchup. So I'm taking CD Lamb for 70 yards plus and a touchdown. Uh, will be my prop bet, and I think Dallas will get the get the dub. Now, what are they paying at the moment? I want to know what are the bookies got them at. I would say they have to be a dollar forty. Anything more would be juice. What are they? What are they got them at there on Dabble Rat? Can you, I've got it here, dollar forty six. So I was about. That's nice. If you you know when you juice that up, that's still a lot of you know. That's, I thought a dollar forty would be about right. It's a dollar forty six. A little bit of juice there, but. That means that they think the Jags are a sneaky. You know, they're not. They're not a. You know, it's not a two seventies. All right, would have liked you would have liked a bit more. I reckon. Now they are playing well. The Jags at the minute and at home. As I said, Trevor Lawrence trending in the right direction. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a hard one for Dallas. Hopefully, mm-hmm. high scoring because Jacksonville have played in some high scoring games the last couple of weeks, and I'm looking forward to watching that game at five o'clock in the morning. That's right. Australian Eastern Standard Time, that is. Now, Atlanta. So it's uh, Dallas for me, Jags for you. I like CD. You like Kirk. Yep. Beautiful. Okay, Atlanta, 5-8, and eight, taking on New Orleans, who are 4-9. and nine. This is a massive game, right? This is a massive game. New Orleans coming off the bye. Coming off the bye means they should be rested. They should have looked at some film. I think Atlanta are coming off the bye as well. They are. Two teams coming off the bye in the same division. This is wide open, mind you. The Bucks will be taking on the Bengals later on, and they're six and seven. So we would think that they're going to lose. So if Atlanta win, they're six and eight. If New Orleans wins, they're five and nine, and that means Atlanta's on five wins and Bucks will be on six. So this this division, this game, is huge. And if anyone, you know, if anyone hasn't been reading the papers, Desmond Ridder. He's going to be the QB. He's going to get his first start, locked in to start for the rest of the season. Arthur Smith confirmed that, the head coach, that they've given, uh, you know, Mariota, I think he's a bit banged up, but probably a little, uh, mate, sit, take a seat. We're ready to go with the future. So very interested to see what the what the rookie can do. What are you suggesting here, mate? They've, you know, New Orleans haven't been great on defense. Um they might have had a good game against the Bucks, actually, but they Bucks haven't been putting up points. They got done on the line. You got Drakey London and and and, and um, Alave going up against each other. Two young guns. This is going to be. I reckon this could be a good game. Of Kamara's been putrid lately, so gets a good lineup, gets a good opportunity here. But do they do they use him? Who knows? What do you what do you think is going to happen here? I actually think this might be entertaining. Yeah, it will be. And this is a massive rivalry game too. Uh, this was the game at the start of the year where Jameis uh, Winston brought the New Orleans Saints back in the last quarter and that's when he was uh, carrying on and going, oh, the pain, the pain is all through my body. The pain is all through. But now we've got Andy Dalton uh, under centre here. I think Chris Olave will go off, well-rested. He's probably been the best rookie wide receiver this year, so he's gone 65 yards, 62, 102. I reckon he, he's due for a good 
70, 80 yard game. I'll be I'll be chucking him in and interested to see what Desmond Ritter can do. He was a great college prospect, can air the ball out. But I think they'll be a bit cautious with that, being a rookie quarterback. New Orleans, they fly around on defense. They can they can keep teams to low scores. And we know Atlanta loved to pound the ball on the ground with Cordero Patterson, Tyler Algier. I think Atlanta get this done, but in a low-scoring game. They maintain the ball a lot due to how often they run it. I feel like Atlanta are going to win this. I disagree with you again, which is fine. But I, I think New Orleans at home... Um, I think they've just, just the maturity of Dalton, I reckon he was good last game. Their defense let him down that last drive. And Tom Brady comes back and, you know, scores two tutties. If it wasn't for Tom Brady and that defense, like, they win on the road. So I think the Saints, I think Alave will go off here. He, uh, he gets a great matchup. His last two weeks, 65, 62, week before that, 102. I think he's ready to spike. Um, week one against Atlanta, he only had 41 yards, but that was his first game. So I think he might be able to be, I think he might be the standout player in this one. Uh, and I'm really interested to see Drake London. I, I think he gets a good matchup here. Guess what? 95 yards last week. We know they've got no receivers. Pitts is out for the year. So I reckon it could be the two young guns going head to head. So I'll be looking at that. But New Orleans for me. Uh, in a really, really good game. Now, Detroit Lions, 6 and 7, taking on the New York Jets, 7 and 6. They're starting to get to that 50 50, you know, that 500, as they say, with their win and loss ratio. This one's in New York. Weather looks okay. Uh, Detroit have been unbelievable. Are you, and congratulations last week. I was wrong. The Vikings let me down. The Vikings today, I was thinking maybe the Vikings are a joke, but the way they come back against the Colts. They are that team and they're gonna be they're gonna be dangerous. They do need to tighten up on defense. But well done. And the Vikings are looking super. Very good. Now I don't really like when the Jets play because they've got great defense. What they what we do know is they lock up they lock up the wide receivers. So does that mean that Amon Ra St. Brown gets juice? I reckon he'll get shadowed by Juice, so that's why I'm turning my attentions to Josh Reynolds. I really liked the way he looked last week. He he only had 50 yards, but caught a, caught a nice touchdown, but he just he just looked really, really smooth, and Goff was not hesitant to throw him the ball. So, And he's got a, he's got a low line. His line is 25 and a half receiving yards. So I really like what I saw from him. And also, uh, DJ Chark got going last week as well. He looked really good. He went for 94 yards and a tutty. Amon Ra has been great. He can catch the ball all over the field and all different types of routes, but I think he will get Sauce Gardner. And Quinnen Williams, defensive lineman, isn't going to play this week either, so Detroit get a bit of a chop out there. But Zach Wilson is starting. So we've seen that the, the Jets' offense looked better the last couple of weeks, but Mike White will not play. And another little storyline in this game, that Zach Wilson will start and he's got a wide receiving core that all reckon he shit out. So, yeah, they don't like him, the oh, boys. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays Corey out. Corey Davis is out, so it's the two boys that don't like him. At <laughs> wide receiver one and two. Oh, so They've got to get fed, don't they? Yeah, well, there you go, mate. And 
They've only scored one touchdown on offense the past two weeks as well, and that was with Mike White under center. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Jets go this week with Wilson coming in. The player that's been impressive is, is Zonovan Knight. He's been really good. Last week he played the Bills, 71 yards and a touchdown. We saw most of it go off today, so maybe the Bills have got a bit of a funnel. But he's had 69 yards, 70 and 71. So he's pretty good for that 60-plus. Detroit's pretty good against the run, though. So not liking that. I think he's going to be throwing the ball. Now, this screams Elijah Moore again, my boy. He's been good. The last few weeks, he's had 60 twice in three weeks. So he gets a great matchup. And as you said, he's number two. They're going to be turning their attention to Wilson. I just think this is going to be a game where you're going to – I think Wilson will get over that 200-plus, and, and, and you, know, you can creep that up. I really like what the Detroit's been doing. Swift's a player that – I don't know what to do with Swift. He let me down last week in a big one with a few boys. Shout out to uh, Goma and uh, SJ Electrical because he was involved with me. He let us down last leg, but that's because they were up. He plays better when they're behind. And this is going to be a game where it's going to be sloppy and slow, low scoring, you'd imagine, potentially, because it's a really important game. Um, I don't really know where to turn. I just think that the, the ball is going to get aired out due to the defense. Is there anything else here? I... Goff's been superb. Like, his last two weeks, he's thrown 340 and two and 330 yards for three tutties. He's been really good in the air, but this week's a different task. And I'm just thinking that he's going to have to lean on his running backs and some trickery and some different plays. And I think Wilson comes in and has to throw the ball to the blokes that don't like him. Mate, it, I cannot wait to watch this game. So it's obviously a Salah... Defensive-led team versus an offensive-led team in Detroit Lions. They're looking like the best offensive team in the comp at the minute. They can do on the ground, in the air, got so many different targets, but then the Jets are also locking up their opponents, so I cannot wait for this one. Can't wait either. I, I just think, yeah, if Amon Ra, St. Brown gets that juice matchup, you've got to, you've got to look at Chark and Swift as the, the you know the skill players. I think I think Swift's the player I'll be circling for Detroit to get some stuff done. And then for New York Jets, I really like Wilson or Moore. It's one of them. Wilson's the guy. Like let's get I know I've got a soft spot for Moore, but Wilson has been uh really good and you know his last three weeks have been super. I want to remind everyone before I move on, because you know you're saying we we've been everyone's been very critical of Wilson, but can I just remind you all that when he was playing shit, okay, call it what it is, he played Denver. Denver's one of the best defenses. Then he played New England, and he was all right. They got the, I think they got the chocolates. Then he had to play Buffalo, and they're, one of, they're defensively sound, all right? Then they have the bye, and then he comes out and plays New England in New England in a really average game. I think it was, was, it a, was it a night game? I don't know what it was, actually. It might have been a day game, whatever. But it's in New England. So they're, like, they're four hard matchups. And then he gets binned, and in comes... The king, right, Mikey White, he plays Chicago, Minnesota, and Buffalo. The last, Buffalo, how'd he go? It's all right, but it was cold and miserable. But the two weeks prior, he gets the two worst defenses, and everyone goes, this bloke's the king. Now, I think Wilson would have done some damage in those games. This week, he gets Detroit, and Detroit traditionally has been a great team, you know, great matchup for QB. So he gets a good one here to air it out. He's, he's like, I think his line's 197 or something. So I, I expect him to smash that. I just think he's going to hit his passes, play it smart, and, um, and that's, so I'll be taking my best bet, Wilson, 200 plus. 
and what it, whatever that is on Dabble, I just think instead of trying to pinpoint who, who it goes to, it'll go to someone and he'll, he'll respond. Most people do. Jets for me as well. I like the Jets. I think their defense is going to get it done. And, and Detroit have been on a run. It's got to end soon, doesn't it? It's so hard. The Jets at home look really good. And I think Wilson with a couple of weeks off to watch how he can actually air the ball out with um, how Mike White was showing how it can work in that system. I reckon you're on the money there. Jets for me as well. And you can get $1.90 for 200 passing yards. There Pretty go. good. It's good. So, you know, 225 is 280. So they're saying he can't pass it. I reckon we can take full advantage of that. Okay, on to the next game. Both of us tipped the Jets there, did we? We're both on the Jets, mate. All righto. There's about a handful of games to go. Arizona taking on Denver. This is a stinker. Kyler Murray, um, all the prayers to you, mate. We hope your knee's okay. That's terrible news, actually. ACL, I fucking hate seeing that. It ruins ruins everyone. Um, so unfortunate. And the way it happened, you can kind of tell it was straight away, can't you, about non-contact. So, uh, yeah, thinking of him and uh, wish him all the best on his recovery. It's Colt McCoy time. I um, He was pretty average last week, again, playing New England. But then now he comes up against Denver defense. Do you know what? And then Russell Wilson's in concussion protocol and Brett Ripon's going to go under center. Jerry Judy's the only guy that I could – and Dulcich is the two that receivers. But then it's Connor, Hopkins, and Hollywood Brown. But what about Robbie Anderson last week? Went for 50 yards, got his four catches. He must have been listening to the podcast, big boy, because he was firing up, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, he ended up getting involved. We had a little debate there where I didn't reckon he'd get a look in, but he ended up getting on the end of a couple. And in this matchup, mate, at the start of the year, if I was telling you Arizona Cardinals are 4-9 and nine and the Denver Broncos are 3-10 and 10 and the starting quarterbacks are Colt McCoy and Rip, uh, Brett Ripien, mate, you would have told me I was bloody dreaming. So that's why I reckon... I'd, you spoke about Denver's defense and their past defense. I'm going to take James Connor to get over this week. I reckon, I reckon he's a he's a good bet. He got over last week, so in the last four games he's gone for four touchdowns. You can get a dollar ninety to two bucks usually for him to get over, and I really like that in this game. I'm going to stay away from a result because one, I don't really care <laughs> about yeah, this, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I reckon Arizona will probably get it done just due to Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy's all right. He's good. He's, He's a good bad. backup. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I'm going to do that, uh, Connor, to get over. Don't mind it. I just can't bet on touchdown scores. They've let me, I've got a rule. Denver games, don't bet because their defense is so good. Yeah. And it's sloppy. It's, not, it's boring. There's no offense. Have a look at it all. They don't win as well. So they lose and they play good D. It's, it's just terrible to watch. I, I, I'm, I'm staying away. I actually think Denver can win this game, on, and I think it could be like a 12 to... Not, like it'll just be ugly, you know what I mean? It'll, it could be 10 to 13 or something just horrendous. So, yeah, Denver, I think Denver might win. Uh, Patrick Satan might go to Hopkins, so Hollywood Brown might open up. It could be a little one there. Um, but this is a, yeah, stay away game. Fantasy playoffs, if you've got anyone in these lineups, I feel sorry for you because... It's hard yak out. So let's just move on. I'll tip Denver. You're tipping? Arizona. Nice. Right. New England, 7-6, and six, taking on Las Vegas Raiders, 5-8. and eight. This one's in... This one's at Vegas. In the Dome, which we love. Uh, as I said to you, Stevenson is questionable. Harris is out. We don't know what's going to happen there. I wouldn't be touching Stevenson after him limping off last week with his ankle. Um... 
But we've seen Pierre Strong. He looked pretty good when he came on. He had five. He has had five attempts for seventy yards in a tutty and two catches for twenty yards receiving. So Pierre Strong's a great. He's a great player. You know, he's proven himself so far, uh, and he gets a great matchup here. Vegas give up heaps on the ground, so stay tuned for that one. It was an eight oh five game. You got plenty of time. Wake up, suss the team, see who's in and out. We know that um, Parker's out. And shout out to Aguilar for stopping and kneeling last week. Did you see that? He was real dazed and no one stopped the game. I can't work this out. Their concussion protocol, there's the thousands of people watching the game, millions actually, and then there's that many people working there, yet they were going to do that snap and he was going to run a route. He doesn't know what day it is. And Aguilar's seen him and nah, he's taken a knee. So they had to stop the play and get him off the ground. And then after the game... Parker went on social media and said, "Thank fuck for you, brother." But what? But you know, he was he was filthy, and so he should be, because these head traumas are the biggest talking point all year, haven't they? These concussion protocols, but they've got a lot of work to do, don't they? They just how can you miss it? He got up and he was wobbly. I, was, I could see it in two seconds on the tally. You know what I mean? Yeah, mate, it's not, it's not a good look. Not a good look for the game at all. Um, credit credit to his mate there for for taking a knee um, and looking looking after his teammate, but. Um, on this one, I don't know. What's the go with Jacoby Myers? It's here. He's back. He didn't play last week due to concussion protocol again. So yeah, they've had a few concussions. So there you go. Um, he, well, he gets a great matchup, mind yeah, you. This is so, a great lineup for him. So I, I, really, I really like him as a player. And he's had a week off. Um, I'm, I'm going to go if... Well, actually, if I'm going to have a crack here at anyone for receiving yards, it's going to be Jacoby Myers because... You don't get much out of Bourne or Thornton. Aguilar is a good deep ball threat, but I reckon Jacoby Myers is their is their best receiver playing this week. Uh, Mac Jones, two hundred and thirty five yards in the air last last week with one interception. I Vegas, they, both of these teams are still in the hunt for the playoff race. So Vegas need a win out to potentially get a wild card spot. They need a good month to finish off. I'm going to take Vegas at home here. I'm going to take Vegas as well because I'm just a big fan. I think the New England can give this a red-hot crack, though. It's a good matchup. They're good against the ground. So Jacobs does not get a good matchup, even though he's the hottest player in the game at the moment at running back. It says that this is not a good one for running backs. And it doesn't say it's good for Devontae Adams either. But Devontae Adams last week on Jalen Ramsey, he went for 71 yards, right? He only had three catches for the game. Seven targets, so he had no targets. It was a clear, it was a clear game plan. They knew that they're going to have to just throw it to him uh, every now and then, and he took some screamers. But I expect him to explode. I know that Pat's D is good, but I just reckon they're going to just make it, make it up, and he's going to get a lot of targets. You can see his last six games, you know, 12, 11, 13, 14, 17 targets, right? He only had seven last week. I reckon he'll get peppered. And as you know, the more targets, the more yards. I reckon Devontae Adams for 100, 100 yards and a tutty, he didn't have one last week and he always gets one. So I like him. And then on the other side, I'm going to be monitoring the running back situation because I'll be taking strong for yards. He gets a good matchup. But then Myers, Myers is the guy. He's the he's the wide receiver once. So this is a 50-yard game for him. I'll be taking him. I think it's a great matchup. And if we see a close game, then the ball will be slinging around, right? It won't be, uh, they won't be running the ball and chewing the clock. So looking forward to this one. Myers, Devontae Adams, I'll stay away from the running backs, and I hope they have some fun. And are the Pats still alive? Pats are still alive, mate. Yeah, they're going for the sixth or seventh spot, I think. At the okay, so that's a big game for them, and Raiders can't. So it's 
Well, Raiders can potentially get a wild card spot if they win the next four games. Right. So that'll so take him to what? That'll take him to six nine and eight. eight. Six and eight. If they win, but if they win, oh the yes, rest sorry, of the year, yeah, they'll take them to nine and eight. It's uh, it, it's great, isn't it? At the end of the year, everyone's trying. It's why we love NFL. Every game means so much. This is um, it's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a beautiful game. I can't wait to watch this one. And it's nice that it's late. All right, I'm tipping the Raiders as well, and so are you. Yep. But wouldn't bet on that one. Tennessee seven and six taking on LA. Chargers. The Chargers' defense last week were unbelievable. I'm starting. The Titans, I'm fed up. Derrick Henry last week went fucking bananas. Then he went for 10 yards rushing in the second half. Jacksonville turned the game around one by like 20. Jacksonville embarrassed them. They're on the road this week. They've got nothing going for them on defense. They cannot stop the pass. And guess who they're playing? Justin Herbert. The bloke's a machine. He's got no one protecting him. He's thrown for 300 yards two weeks in a row. He's thrown for 280, 274, 335, and 367 the last four weeks. He's slinging the ball around. You know why? Because Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are back. Mike Williams showed you what he can do. First game back, 116 yards, six catches and a touchdown. He gets a great matchup here. This is Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Eckler, eat your heart out. I'm tipping the Chargers. That'd be my best bet of the week, mind you, to win. Because the Titans have had enough. I've had a gutful. I've been on them for too long. And they haven't been standing up at all. They've got no defense. Derrick Henry, I think he will go off again this week because he gets a good matchup. But it's Derrick Henry, and then it's nothing else. It's like he can do some stuff, but when they're behind, he has to sit on the bench because they've got to throw it. So charges for me, right? I agree, mate. Charges, hard one if the charges start airing the ball out and put a big score on the board, and we know Henry's uh, so vital for the Titans. But then if they can't have him on the field because they need to score a heap of points and they don't want to run down the clock, it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. And potentially no Traylon Burke still out with concussion. So he's... He's been their best receiver the last couple couple won't weeks. Play. So, won't play. Won't play. So there you go. So, so he's out. Traylon. Uh, so what? Uh, Robert Woods. And I'll give you a little tap on the shoulder, a little pat on the back. A Conquo got over last hey. week. You gave him a mention. It was good. So mention. I bloody cleaned up on him. <laughs> There's the last leg, as I said. Swifty cost, cost me. He was five dollars for a touchdown. I think he went for. A, a, what? I'll give it to you right now while you're going. But he had. 50, 45 yards, but he had 60 out the week before, six catches. The bookies didn't see that coming. And I think he's going to get the ball again because there's nowhere else to throw it. Yeah, I agree, mate. So if you're looking for anyone to, to have a little double on there, I reckon he'll be uh, quite juicy. But I really liked the look of Mike Williams last week. It was good to see him back fully fit. He tried to have a crack a couple of weeks before with a dodgy ankle and ended up missing the rest of that game. Charges for mine, Mike Williams receiving yards over. I like Keenan Allen. But I think you can have a bet on both. Cannon Allen gets the best matchup of the week. He gets a great matchup. You know, he's the last two weeks he's been superb. But against the Titans, even with Mike um, Mike Williams there, he's just going to be he's Herbert's favourite target. He's always on third down. He's available. He doesn't drop catches. He had twelve catches last week for ninety two yards. You know, so just those little short ones. One big one, and we're laughing. He uh, he didn't get a touchdown last week. Oh, I think he'll get one this week. Cannon Allen for me and the Chargers. Righto, a few more games to go. The Bengals, 9-4, taking on the Bucks, 6-7. and seven. This one's in Tampa. A little bit of wind in this one. I can't. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going with um, Joe, smoking Joe Burrows. He's actually done a lot of things this year. He's beaten Mahomes. He's, he's actually very impressive. This will make him 10-4. and four. Um, The Ravens losing today means they're going to go above them if they win. 
The Bucks are yeah, just being putrid on offense. I can't go near them. I'm hearing rumors Tom Brady's going to retire at the end of the year, Matt. They're starting to come out. You're hearing them, are they, Matt? Well, they're, they're you know, yeah. on the old Instagram. You see the old <laughs> post. I'm seeing them, actually. I'm not hearing them. Uh, so that's not great. And that's because they're six and seven. And he might be just, I don't know, he's probably thinking, I've got no chance here. Because it's just, whether they win their division, they're playing some terrible football. And it's really hard to watch. Mike Evans, I'll start with him. If you've got him in your fantasy lineup, his last three weeks, 31 yards, 59 and 44. He is having a stinker. He hasn't had a touchdown since week four. Mike Evans, he's had three touchdowns for the year. So if you think that he's going to get a touchdown this week, well, good luck to you. He might. I cursed someone. I cursed Williams from Detroit last week. Remember that one? Oh, yeah, he's got over. He had one catch, one touchdown, 41 yards. And I, I go, wow, I've cursed him, which is kind of put the moz on. So maybe I'm mozzing Evans, which would be a good thing, because I'd love to see him humming. Let's go to the other team. Jamar Chase is just, he's the man. 119 yards in his second game back. 97 yards, obviously, the week before. Gets a tougher matchup this week. And we know the Bucks are really good against the run traditionally. So... I think the ball will be getting aired out in this one. It's Jamar Chase again for me. I don't think I can tip too much. It's obviously Tampa's got good D. What, are you, what am I missing? Not missing too much there, mate. Uh, Cincinnati for mine. You hit the nail on the head with it all. Bucks look shocking at the minute. They're just really hoping to, to scrape into the playoffs there and win in what is a wide-open division and just turn the corner. And hopefully Tom Brady can just weave a bit more of his magic, which we've seen him do a number of times this year. Joe Mixon needs to get going. Really liked what Samaji Piran has done. Since Mixon missed with injury, Piran's had a bit more, bit more of a say in the offense. And even though Mixon has been back for one week now, he played last week, Piran still got... Got a bit of work, got over for a touchdown. He rushed for one. So, yeah, I can't, I can't pick too much out. As you mentioned, you know the ball's going to go to Chase. Just Cincinnati for mine here. I can't give too much else. I, um, I mentioned that their run day is good, Tambo. Last week, uh, C-Mac had 100-something yards plus on the deck. But he's, he's a one-on-one. So it's a hard one to, to kind of mirror. The week prior when the Saints played, they didn't get any yards on the ground. The Bucks have been a confusing one, and I think Nick Chubb exploited them as well. He had 116. So that's three weeks where two of the running backs have gone for 100-plus. So I just want to keep monitoring that because it says that they've got great run D, but I don't know whether that data is up, you know, it's up to scratch. I think the start of the year they were better. Now they're just dropping off a little bit. So just monitor that because Mixon has been really solid, um, and Piron continually just continually takes his touchdowns, doesn't he? It's very frustrating. It hurts, doesn't it? You oh. really need to leave Mixon out because uh, Piron does get a bit of the uh, goal line work. Mixon owes me one, so I might throw him in. But um, That's a good strategy, mate. He owes you one, so get him in there. Oh, that's it, mate. That's it. I'm going to tip the Bengals here, and I think Joe Burrow will throw the ball to Jamar Chase. I think it'll be uh, Chase for 75. I think Mixon will get over for a touchdown, and the Bengals will win. Nice. Yeah, good shout. New York Giants taking on Washington. This game is big because their division's tight. Seven and five and one draw. Guess who they drew with each other two weeks ago? And the game was a cracker. It was 2020 and it was in New it was in New York. This one is going to be in Washington. The weather looks premium. It's actually our Sunday night game. So it'll be on the TV for everyone at 12.20 Australian Eastern Standard Time. 
The Giants got lit up by the Philly last week, so I'd imagine Washington sat back and watched how they did it, and it was pretty interesting, but I can tell you how they did it. They did it on the ground, and they did it on the ground a few weeks ago. So I'm saying that I think Robinson would be your best bet. He hasn't had a touchdown. He's only had two for the year, but his last touchdown was against Philly in week 10. He went for 96 yards rushing against the Giants, and he went for 105 against Atlanta, I think, with a line of like 64 and a half. He's my best prop bet of this game. Rat, what do you like? I like Washington here. I really like their defense. They're able to get it into an arm wrestle, and I think Chase Young is back as well, so that strengthens up their defensive line even more. The Giants have looked shithouse the past month. Not much going on. Saquon needs to get going. He's He's gotten over twice in the past four weeks, but he's still only gone for 28 rushing yards, 63, 39, and 22. He needs to get going. This is probably more so where we were talking about at the start of the year, the Giants' inflated record, and now they're starting to even themselves out, and this is where I reckon they, they truly deserve to be. They Their defense has a crack. They're not too bad. They fly around okay as well, but I just think Washington look more solid at the minute, and I like your call on Robinson. Love it, love it. Yeah, no, I think Robin. I think Washington to go twenty twenty on the road and then have a bye and then come back home. They're ready to go, and you just nailed it. That their defense is going up, their stocks are going up. Where the Giants' stocks are going down. If you look at their record, and last week they got touched up. So I'm tipping Washington as well. Robinson to get over um, yards, and that's probably that's probably about it. Righto, last game. It's Monday night football. Monday. Football. Do you love that bloke, that Mexican oh, bloke? Yeah. He's unreal, isn't he? No, it's he said something after the game to someone. He goes, can you say Monday Night Football? And the bloke's like, Monday Night Football. I think it was Brady. He just gave him nothing. And I was like, come on, you've got to give him something. He's, uh, he's a great character and we love seeing him. Monday Night Football. He's <laughs> great to see. LA Rams 4-9 and nine, taking on the Green Bay Packers 5-8. and eight. You wouldn't have predicted that at the start of the year, Rat. This one's in Green Bay. Weather looks okay. A little bit of sun and cloud. Normally very cold in Green Bay this time of year. We're going to see Aaron Rodgers taking on Baker Mayfield. Baker, can I just give him a pump up? What about his game last week? That against all the odds. How he won that game of football, I do not know. Beating the Vegas Raiders. I mean, that we, sh- we didn't even talk about it before. He comes up against Green Bay. Let's see if he can go 230 yards uh, passing in one touchdown like last week. The players that were impressive were Skoronic. He didn't get much. He didn't get a, t- uh, a plug, but some of the catches he was taking, he took some screamers. Uh, but the player we need to like, talk about is definitely the hottest player in the game at the moment, Christian Watson. He's had one, two, three, five, six, seven touchdowns in four weeks. I think he smashed. Sorry, eight. Eight touchdowns in four weeks. He is on one. Obviously a bye. Jalen Ramsey and the boys will be trying to stop him. But guess what? Gets a great matchup. Does he get another one, Rat? I reckon he does. He's obviously Aaron Rodgers' favorite target at the minute. I really like like what I'm seeing from him. And that's probably all they can really get out the rest of this year. The Packers is building synergy with this, this duo for the rest of the year. Otherwise... You're paying Aaron Rodgers an absolute bomb. You'd put him on ice, wouldn't you? Because they can't make the playoffs now. It's just really about getting themselves going for next year and seeing what they've got and who they keep around. Spot on. 
Uh, Aaron Jones gets cleared for Monday Night Footy. Not a great matchup. Akers has been pretty impressive. He gets a good matchup here. He's had 42 yards and 60 and had a touchdown the last two weeks. So Akers is the only guy I can really touch for a touchdown, to be honest, in this one. But I'm going to be tipping the Green Bay Packers and I think Aaron Rodgers over 200 yards. He's been quiet this year, but I think he can exploit the Rams who are a bit banged up. And I don't know if Donald's playing. We'll have to check that one. But um, yeah, it'll be the Packers for me, Rat. I'm going to go the Packers too, mate. But I do like Ben Skoronic for four receptions. So I'm just here on double. Four receptions. If you chuck him in a same-game multi, you get $2.30. He had eight last week. So Baker found a nice little target that he had a bit of synergy with. So I'll be taking that and try get that in a same-game multi somehow. Yeah, like it, mate. Like it. Well, I just think Watson for a touchdown. I keep I keep looking over him. But what I've noticed is when, he's, when they're near the uh, red zone, he's so quick. So what Aaron Rodgers does, he finds some time. And on that slant, he just puts it to the, like in front of him, you know? A bit like when you're kicking the ball to someone, just lace out in front of them. And they can't stop him. So Watson for a touchdown, he's clearly a target. And he's paying $2.25. For a player that scored eight in four weeks. You'd think he'd be $1.80. Well, Travis Kelsey would be $1.60. Yeah. So Derek Henry's $1.40 these days. Yeah. I think you're getting juiced there. Why wouldn't you? Touchdown, two twenty five. That's all it is, right? That's all the games. There's some big games coming up. I want to wish everyone in fantasy playoffs all the best. Um, I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas. We won't chat to you till probably next week. Hope you'll have a safe and Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. The games are in full flight here. As I said, Rick's Eyewear, we have a special offer. Use the discount code ACES at checkout at www.rickseyewear.com.au for 20% off and free express shipping. We just landed our new dad caps. There's six colours. Get yourself on for summer and look sharp. Uh, I'm excited. All our bets are on Dabble. Our best bets, we've been trying to tie them up. But what we do is we talk about the games and we put them up. So get on there and have a look. Copy some of our best ones. We'll put up a few options and let's hopefully see us all celebrating Monday Arvo um, so that we can reload on the Tuesday with some free cash. It's been great. I'm looking forward to it. Had some great games already, but all the teams are back, so there's plenty to talk about. Uh, Rat, have you got your best bet to finish? Like, oh, oh, my best bet last week was horrendous. I think it was most of it. He, he let all of us down as the last leg as well. And everyone, $60 leg, last leg, and had everyone copying it. So Dabblers, stick with us. We'll land one like a monster I'm talking about. Uh, is there anyone this week, your best bet? Is it a touchdown scorer or is it a player? Go on Mike Williams, receiving yards over. Nice. I'm going to take... Oh, it's hard. There's a couple. But I want to put a curse on it as well. The Moz. If there's anyone I'm going to take, it's Travis Kelsey for a touchdown against Houston. Um, I'm on double right now. And, you know, he hasn't scored for two weeks. He's not the greatest, but when you beef it up with the Chiefs to win, uh, as you'd expect, $1.10. But with um with them beefed up at $1.10, and then you chuck Travis Kelsey in there on dabble, they're giving you $1.62 combined, one seventy eight. I just think that is my best bet of the week. Not as juicy as I like. <laughs> Maybe chuck him in for yards as well. I'll chuck him in for 70 yards receiving um, while I'm on the spot here because that's... That's 75 yards, we will. So that'll um, that'll beef it right up. But Travis Kelsey is my best bet of the week against Houston Texans, who are lacking a few players. So 
Mike Williams, Travis Kelsey, that's us done. Week 15, good luck. I uh, hope you all back a few winners and I hope you all win your fantasy playoffs if you're still alive. Right? Let's ride. Let's ride.